Hello and welcome to another episode of the Beating the Statistics podcast. I'm your host, Miles Victors, and today is the very first edition of its kind. I'm going to call it something like Highway Miles with Miles uh, because I'm on the highway. Right now I'm driving up to Logan, Utah to uh, meet up with a lot of my family and cousins and aunts and uncles for my cousin Ryan's wedding, or, or I think uh, he prefers to go by Keen. Now, there's an interesting trend that uh, the Oberg side of the family likes to do where they'll name their kid one thing and then go by their middle name. So I believe his, uh, his full name is Keen Ryan Hammond. And so uh, I've always grown up calling him Ryan, but his actual name is Keen. Anyway, he's getting married. Uh, today. And so I'm driving all the way up to Logan, Utah to attend this wedding. Logan is the home to a lot of really great trails, a lot of great running. It's home to the start of the Bear 100, which is an awesome trail race here in Utah, 100 mile trail race that runs all over the mountains there just east of Logan, all the way up into Idaho, and it ends down at Bear Lake, which is what it gets its name from, is the Bear. It's also home to some of my favorite people. You've got uh, the Morley family. Diane Morley is one of my athletes that uh, I trained last year, and I'm training this year still to help her accomplish some of her health and fitness goals. Um, she's she's awesome to work with, and then obviously her family. They're they're mainly from uh, they're all from Victor, uh, New York, actually, uh, but they've moved over here in the last. Uh, decade or so and that's where they call home now also home to Brendan Boren who's a good friend of mine who lives up there I've uh, gone on some trail runs with him and been on his podcast and uh, he calls Logan home currently so anyway so today is highway miles with miles it is December the I believe 28th yes December 28th Almost the end of the year, almost ticking over into 2024, and I thought that today's topic as I drive uh, might be interesting to talk about goal setting. I know I've already touched on this a couple times before in some of my other podcasts. I've touched on it before in my group coaching classes uh, or group coaching um, phone calls, Zoom calls that we've been on. And yesterday, during our group coaching call, where I had the privilege of having uh, Diane Morley and her two daughters, Rachel and Sarah, on, um, we talked a lot about goal setting for the coming year and for any other type of goal that we might have. Now, I don't have any notes in front of me. I don't have any talking points. This is going to be a little bit of a ramble, and I'm hoping that my audio editing technology allows me to effectively... Uh, edit out the white noise and the road noise and all the other distractions and squeaks and just got hit by a rock it feels like. Uh, anyway, uh, hopefully I can edit out all this sound so this is nice and clear for you. Otherwise, I'll just have to record all of this when I get back to my studio. But I want to talk about goals. Now, the way that I've always approached goal setting uh, has been relatively strategic. And I feel like goals, in order for them to be their most effective or they're most impactful, or the easiest to follow and execute on, is they have to follow what is known as the SMART principles. And SMART, S-M-A-R-T, is an acronym here. 
Now, each one of these letters stands for something obviously important. That's how acronyms work. Uh, but SMART uh, starts with S, which, which is specific, right? Your goal needs to be specific. It needs to be something that answers certain questions for you that, that you can get down to the nitty-gritty of what it is exactly that you want to accomplish. So, in the terms of health and fitness goals, we might say it's pretty easy to use health and fitness goals, especially around the new year, because almost, I don't know what the statistic is, so I'm just going to make one up here, but I bet the vast majority of people who are setting New Year's resolutions are going to have somewhere in there they want to lose X number of pounds, right? Um, so if they want to lose, let's just say they want to lose 30 pounds. They want to lose 30 pounds in 2024. Um, right there you have a specific goal that you want to hit. You want to lose pounds of weight. Um, very specific. Now, getting even more specific, you might say, I want to lose a certain number of pounds of fat, in which case you might have to measure your body fat percentage to determine how many pounds of fat you've lost versus how many pounds of muscle you've gained. Or if you lose weight quickly, you might have to also separate the pounds of muscle lost uh, from the pounds of fat lost if uh, you've end up, ended up losing some lean muscle tissue along the way. But it's a very specific goal. And the other thing that makes it important is, or sorry, the one, the other principle of the SMART that goes along with this is the M, and that is measurable. Um, I've often uh, called this quantifiable, that you can actually count it, you can measure it, you can see your progress as you march down through the year, right? You know if you're winning, you know if you're losing. So again, specific and measurable is what your goal should be. So in this case of losing weight, you obviously have a way to measure this, and that is by the number of pounds that you have lost, um, and you determine that by getting on the scale each day or each week or whatever determined period of time you want it to be. Uh, you could also do the same thing with body fat measurement. If your goal was to run X number of miles per year, which is what my goal is, uh, my goal in 2024 is I want to run more than 3,000 miles in 2024. Uh, that's a very specific goal. It's it. What am I doing is very defined. Uh, how far I want to go is very defined and how to measure it is well defined. So make sure you can measure your progress along the way. Um, so for example, a, a goal that isn't very measurable is I want to run a 100 mile race this year, right? That can be really difficult to measure because it's a, it's a Boolean, it's a one or a zero. It's either you did it or you didn't do it. And there's, it's really hard to measure your progress towards that goal throughout the year. You don't know if you're really getting closer or further away from it. You can do some things that maybe mimic measuring your progress along the way. Like I ran running like number of miles per week and slowly increasing that mileage until you feel like you'd be prepared for the race. But in the end, your main goal was to run a specific race at a specific date. And that can be really challenging. Uh, so again, find other ways to measure progress along the way or set goals that are very measurable. Um, the other one is A. The A needs to be achievable. So you need to be able to achieve this goal. So for example, if my goal was I want to run across the United States this year, 
that's not very achievable for me or realistic for me because I've got a family, I've got four kids, a wife, a dog, a house, I've got a job. I can't just take off, you know, a month or two and then run across the United States. That just doesn't work for me. Um, and so it's not a very achievable goal. If you're sitting at, you know, 10% body fat and you weigh 160 pounds and you say you want to lose 60 pounds, that is not healthy, but it's also not achievable for you. Um, it, there are certain things that we have to keep in, in, in mind in terms of realism for our goals. That doesn't mean that you don't reach for the stars, but what it means is that we don't want to set ourselves up for failure by setting up goals that are completely out of reach. Um, definitely should be a stretch, but not out of reach. So make sure your goals are achievable. Um, so that's S M A. And then you have R which is, um, relevant. The goals must, must be relevant to our lives. They must be impactful to us. We have to have a reason for doing these things. So if I set a goal, let's say I was a runner and I set a goal of, um, I want to, I want to swim a thousand, you know, meters a day, every single day of the year. Now that could be a good health and fitness goal. If I was really trying to branch out and get healthy, that'd be great. But if my goal is really to become a better runner, then maybe swimming a swimming goal isn't very relevant to me because it's not actually going to help me become a better runner. Um, if my goal was to um, be more educated, let's say I wanted to broaden my horizons, right? Then uh, one of my goals I have this next year is actually to read at least one book a month. Now, that's not a very big stretch, it's a very achievable goal. Um, it's not a huge stretch, but it's something that I don't do right now is do a ton of reading. I want to read one book a month. And the relevancy for me is I really want to become more well-rounded, well-read. I want to fill my head with more strategic content. And so that's why that goal is relevant to me. Now, I wouldn't set a goal, though, of reading a comic book a month because that doesn't really catch my interest. It doesn't fit in with my reasons for doing something. So in order for you to stick to your goal and to stay motivated to your goals, they have to be relevant to you. Otherwise, you just won't have the motivation to accomplish them. So that's R, relevant. And then T, S-M-A-R-T, is time-bound or time-based. means you have to have a date by which you want to accomplish your goal. Now, in 2024, you might say by the end of the year. Um, Diane Morley actually has a goal to lose 30 pounds by the first week in August, weekend in August, because that is when she's going to try to, uh, that's when she's going to, because we're all going to help her get there, we're going to hike Mount Timpanogos together, which is a really good solid hike here in the Wasatch Front, um, which is the mountain range right here in the Salt Lake and Utah Valleys. And uh, yeah, that's her main goal, and it's time-based. So she has 30 pounds, Say, so so it is a specific goal. It is measurable. It's the number of pounds lost. It is achievable for her because that's about a one pound per week weight loss, which is a good healthy weight loss level. It is relevant because it, it ties all into her health and fitness goals and what she wants to accomplish. And it will help her in her goal of being able to more easily summit Mount Timpanogos. And then it's time-based. She wants to do it by the first weekend in August when we're going to go on this hike. So she has 
got a goal that she's working towards right now that follows all five principles of smart goal setting. Um, yeah, so that's basically it in a nutshell. So if you are setting New Year's resolutions this year, if you are trying to set goals for your 2024 year, I want you to take your goals and make sure they apply uh, or that they fit within the principles of S-M-A-R-T, that it is a SMART goal. And if it doesn't, make some adjustments to your goal to make it fit the SMART uh, way of thinking. Uh, most goals can be measured that way. So for example, if my goal was to run a 100 mile race this year, I might need to change how I approach that goal and maybe create some sub goals underneath it to help get me there, kind of like Diane did uh, with her goal. Her goal is to hike Mount Timpanogos, but she knows that to get to make it easier to do that, she set a smart goal along the way, which is to lose 30 pounds by that time. Um, so you might have to do something similar. So think outside the box, break it down, um, and make it so that you can measure your goal, that it's relevant to you, that it's achievable. Make sure that it is specific that you know when you're winning or losing. Because um, like, for example, a non-specific goal would be, I want to get healthier this year. Okay, that's great. How, but specifically, what are you going to do to be healthier? What is your definition of healthy? How are you going to measure that health, that health improvement, right? So anyway, that is all I really wanted to chat about here on Highway Miles with Miles was how to set good goals for this coming new year. Um, just give you a little peek into me and to my goals. I already mentioned that I want to run more than 3,000 miles this year, which is one of my goals. Uh, I do want to run a 100-mile distance if it fits in my schedule. Uh, right now, I do have a couple races on my calendar uh, that approach that distance. One of them is the Born to Run uh, Trail Extravaganza, which is in California in May. And I'll be running a 96-hour race, but reality is I'm going to mainly attend the camp, which goes for four days, and I'm going to try to get 100 miles on those trails within those 96 hours. So it won't be a, a solid, um, you know, non-stop effort. It will be broken up by attending a lot of other uh, events and a lot of other um, things there at the camp. I'll also be speaking at the camp, so I don't know if that really counts. My name is in the lottery for the Wasatch 100, which is in September, and that lotto drawing to see if I got in is January 27th, so we'll see if I get into that, uh, and if I do, that will be my 100-mile race I'd like to do. If I don't get into, into that one, though, I might have to punt that goal until later, and that's okay, because the reality is, is my measurable goal, my specific and measurable goal is to run more than 3,000 miles this next year, which means I have to run... 60 plus miles per week every single week of the year on average which i think is a really really solid stretch goal for me it's achievable uh, i've run over 2400 miles this year and i didn't really start running super intensely until spring so i think that i can definitely knock out uh, a few hundred extra miles as i did this year um, especially since my legs are so well trained to do it now um Another one of my goals, like I mentioned, is I want to become better read. I want to read one book per month uh, of different genres, and so I can read it, I can listen to it on audiobook, um, but that's one of my goals. Another one of my goals is ironic because I'm saying I want to run 3,000 miles this year, but I also want to learn how to run for fun and be less 
uh, feel less bound by a training schedule or by minimum threshold limits and stuff. So I'm hoping I can marry those two together. Uh, and I don't really have a way that I can measure that, nor is that specific. So I need to work on that goal a little bit to try to figure out how I'm gonna get there. But running just for the fun and joy and freedom of it uh, more often, because there are a lot of days where I get up and I don't really feel like cranking out my run, uh, but I do it anyway because I'm disciplined. I want to try to make it so I look forward to each of my runs a little bit more. Um, not sure how I'm gonna do that yet. Um, and then another goal that I have is I want to produce four podcast episodes per month for the entire year. And that is a very specific goal. It's measurable. Uh, it's achievable. It is relevant to me because I want to try to pour more effort into um, my health and fitness uh, inspiration, coaching, motivation, things of that nature. I want it to be a little bit more a part of my day-to-day -day life than the intermittent way it has been so far and it's time-based so obviously it's got a, a monthly component to it and it's also got a yearly component to it so what that means is I want to produce 48 podcast episodes this next year uh, at a minimum and so those are my goals for 2024 um, let me know what your goals are you can email me if you're if you're interested in that you can email me, email me some of your goals and I can even Take some of your email responses that you send in and help you break them down if you're having a struggle. Don't, don't be afraid to ask questions, but just email to me directly at milesvictors at gmail.com. Uh, that's my personal email. Don't spam me, please. Um, I might have to come up with a different email address uh, to send a lot of these questions to. I do have a couple other email addresses I should probably use, but for right now, just email me directly at milesvictors at gmail.com. Um, say something in the subject about my podcast uh, so I can make sure I can flag it and uh, ask questions that you have or just share your goals and maybe I'll share what some of your goals are on my next podcast episode and if you have questions on how to break down your goals a little bit better you can ask those questions there as well and I can maybe take some time and give you some specific instruction uh, via the podcast of how you can best break those goals down and uh, accomplish what you're uh, hoping to accomplish this next year. So thank you for listening. I appreciate everyone who does tune into the podcast. I know it's been not as consistent as I want it to be lately. I'm going to try to make a stronger effort as you heard of my goals to, to produce more content. Um, also be aware that every week you should be getting a podcast drop on Thursday mornings of um, my BTS health and fitness group coaching calls that I've uh, gone ahead and stripped the audio from and posted the audio up on my podcast as a podcast episode. Uh, those happen about six weeks or so after I've had the group coaching call with my group coaching athletes. If you're interested in joining up with the group coaching program, you can go to beatingthestatistics.com and there should be a link on there for you to be able to sign up for group coaching and be a part of the community. Um, I'm still working on how best to handle this group coaching community, but I do know that this last week, uh, last night when I met with the Morleys, um, that was a hoot to have several people on there to chat with and to bounce ideas off of. Um, at this time with the small number of people that we have, there's a lot of individual coaching that's able to be done because I can answer specific questions. Um, in the future, I'll be taking topics and answering questions that are submitted to to me prior to the group coaching calls that will help 
me to inform my agenda for the actual call and the content. But yeah, if you're interested, go ahead and jump on. Otherwise, you can continue to participate by getting the group coaching audio about six weeks after I, I have the group coaching calls. And also don't, don't hesitate to submit any questions or any topics that you'd like to see covered uh, in the podcast episodes to the email address that I already provided. So, all right. Thanks again for listening. And this was Highway Miles with Miles on the Beating the Statistics podcast. Cheers. Cheers.